Welcome to Rhabarbism, a weekly podcast with your hosts, Lena and Lars. It's unrehearsed and just for laughs. There's some poetry, drama, big questions, and everything else in between. Find us at rhabarbism.com for more info. <laughs> it's good that you start with a laugh. We started, by the way. Oh, right, okay. We're uh, so, Lena, mm-hmm. welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh, so we, where are uh, so Lena? Where are we here today? So we are doing our first recording of our first podcast. My goodness, I me. believe. I well, believe. I think it's time for the big, uh, the big questions. The big questions. I'm ready for the big questions. I'm, I'm looking forward to answering these. Big questions. Big questions. Big questions. How do you like your steak? Oh, um, medium rare. I'd rather it would go rarer than it would go more medium. I don't really understand some of the steaks that need put the load of sauce on it because I quite like a sauce. Of course, I what like sauce? It, I like it on its own. Or so um, I can offer you. I can offer you bernays. Yeah. Uh, peppercorn. Ooh. Or uh, some garlicky stuff. I don't know. Bernays probably. Yeah. I think just because it's harder to make. And is it, is it just because <laughs> you like the word? Bernays. I like saying bernays. Bernays. It's French, or... isn't it? I think it's French. Yeah, most 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 high flutin cooking is French. All right. Um, but yeah, I did that. I made a nice steak um, and had a mushroom and sort of creme fraiche because didn't have cream. Hang on a minute. Sauce with Let me go back. Brandy. Let's go back a step. You can have uh, peppercorn, okay. bernays, yeah, mushroom. Mm. I forgot mushroom. Uh, yeah, mushroom's quite garlic. nice. Um, yeah, I put a bit of brandy in mm. with the mushrooms. It's really it gives it a bit of a. Bit of a kick. Is it? Is it that well done is old fashioned? Yeah. So in back in the uh, you did know pre- better. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if I'd gone in, my dad liked his medium rare, but he'd once had a ah. a year out in France when he was a when he was a young man. So I don't know if that made him a bit. Whereas my mum always cooked him well done, and I have to say, like now, same when I'm at home, I do my mum's leave that in the longest and take mine out and stuff but now you know i cook it to order for the family my dad would always have well done and nothing else and my mum would always cook him well done well it still tastes nice it's an old i think it's like a 1970s prawn cocktail yeah steak uh and what's for pudding oh black forest ghetto obviously yeah it's Um, the trifecta yeah, I think it's because people didn't eat out as much. People couldn't really afford steak. People, yeah. especially in the UK, we tend to overcook our meats and our vegetables in the older days. Anyway, uh, yeah. Lena, I've made you this prawn cocktail. <gasps> <laughs> Love a prawn cocktail. What's the drink? When you have a prawn cocktail, steak and black forest gatto, mm. gatto, gatto, what is, what drink? Ooh. Is it a pint? <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I would probably go red wine, I guess, if if you're having the. But are we think no, no, sorry, think late seventies. Late so oh, it'd be a but for lady, I'd have like a baby sham probably, <laughs> yeah, or something, <laughs> and the or guy cheap and fizzy the, wine or something. The bloke is pint of bitter. Pint. Well, you wouldn't say would you wouldn't say pint of bitter? You'd say pint. Just right? pint, yeah. Um, blue nun maybe, or a kind of <laughs> German hock. But yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd porn cocktail for my Christmas dinner. Went to. I love coke or whatever was it coke? Mm. Um, yeah, but they didn't. They needed to give me a bit more bread, and there was and and, and the and, and the lettuce was really mm. thickly cut. That's got to be right, isn't it? Yeah, I like shredded. big thick prawns. What do you want? I don't want the little. I've decided. Uh, listen, I'm in my late thirties now. I've decided. What are you laughing at? <clears throat> I've decided that 
I only like big prawns now. King I prawns. Like, I like big prawns and I cannot. Yeah. Play. I like all prawns. I'm technically allergic to prawns though. Crikey. But, but it's quite minimal. So your ideal meal would not be a prawn cocktail, well, well done be. steak. Do you like Black Forest Gatto? I love Black Forest Gatto. I love all of that. That's like three of my literally favourite things to eat. I don't think I've ever had Black Forest Gatto ever. What? I don't think so. I mean, maybe I had when I was little. Yeah, you must have done <laughs> You must have it was anything on the menu, that old yeah. custard or something, you know, like <laughs> stiffy. But maybe if you like hot puddings, you'd have gone a hot pudding. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I didn't like hot pudding, so I only would have a choice of probably they just that, that or through ice cream, ice cream, uh, ice cream, a banana boat. I think they used to call them, but I think they 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 stopped doing those. Also, call them something else. Late seventies. Very late seventies. <laughs> yeah, the cream in it. So yeah, it was a choice of those two. If they didn't have any black forest gatto, I'd have um, the sort of banana banana boat. Banana or boat. of course the the daddy. Knickerbocker Glory. Knickerbocker Glory. Oh, I do like a proper. What movie. is a Knickerbocker? Is it a Knickerbocker? A Knickerbocker is a different thing to a Knickerbocker. <laughs> a Knickerbocker is one of your friends. Yes. Uh, helping an, you out. A Knickerbocker Glory. Knickerbocker Glory. I think it's something an American reference. Knickerbocker. Like a Knickerbocker building sounds like a thing. Well, they, they call don't they call Knickerbockers? Um, what I've never said. That, I've never baseball. said. I think it's like the New York Knicks and stuff. So I think it's short for knicker because you play in those kind of pantaloons. Um, It's all knickers and and pants. Yeah. I do like a knickerbocker glory. As long as it hasn't got too much of the whipped cream at the top. What? All right. It's got like jelly in it. It's got fruit. It's got ice cream in it. I think, yeah, yeah, just a big sort of helter-skelter of an ice cream with a cherry on top. Yeah. All right. Anyway. What are stars... Hmm, that's a very good question. I think um, stars are something that shines bright. <laughs> starry, starry <clears throat> night. There's, there's something about stars in all their formats that is something a little bit extraordinary hmm. without necessarily being extraordinary. But, you know, if you've seen stars, I once fainted. I've only done it once. Um, and I saw stars. And I always thought it was a myth Yeah. until I saw them. And I was like, crikey. But when it's... you say you saw stars... You genuinely like... Did you see, like, Matt Damon? No, not Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It wasn't a kind of... Um, Do- was it dots it? or was it like... No, uh... it was like stars, like um, like things sort of shooting at your face. Wow. You know, like... Yeah, like if you, you shut your eyes and it's... it's like in Tom and Jerry? Yeah, like a proper cartoon star, seeing stars. I did always think that was a load of, you know, like a phrase. But actually you see stars. And it's, it's like, oh, and then it all goes black. Which I'm assuming is like the end of the world. Oh. We'll be like, oh, wow, I like the show, and then oblivion. Um, who is better, mm. Sherlock Holmes or Agatha Christie? It's a really difficult one. I mean, Sherlock Holmes is obviously brainier, but whereas Agatha Christie, I think, had a bit of a richer sense of characters, and I think Poirot and Miss Marple are two very different characters. So I would probably rather read and watch Miss Marple or like Agatha Christie than I would a Sherlock Holmes although I loved the new version with Benedict Cumberbatch because I was watching when I had um, an operation a few years ago I watched it with my mum black and whites of the old um, uh, Basil Rathbone Basil Rathbone which were a bit kind of comedy with the Dr Watson who's just yeah. an idiot you know like um, and some of them were really good but they were kind of very kind of a bit sec- like very so old fashioned so yes. I think the fact that they they managed to bring them up to date. I don't... I suppose... Ah, 
I'm maybe talking myself around now because I think it would be a lot harder to bring Miss Marple and Poirot uh-huh. up to date because they're very of a period. Whereas Sherlock, I suppose, is this kind of he's supposed to be a posh boy who's clever than everybody else. Yeah, I did. I did read um, some Sherlock Holmes, mm, I've and read some. I think if I'm well, tell me if I'm right that it was written um, in the in the voice of Doctor Watson, in the in the perspective of Doctor Watson. So it was. It was Dr. Watson describing all the events. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Because that's why in the new series they have him writing his blog. Ah. So that's why he's kind of very descriptive of him as a... Yeah. You know, and he's kind of Dr. Watson's uh, a bit more of the kind of... keep Got to try and keep up and got to try and keep up. But then Dr. Watson is the audience, isn't it? Because yes. he's asking the questions that we want to know. Yeah. So I suppose it's... Um, but they're both giants. I mean, I think that's why... We're still talking about them. What, yeah. I mean, Agatha Christie wrote them in their 20s and 30s. I think so. 40s. Yep. And then Sherlock Holmes is even earlier, isn't it? At the turn of the yeah, century. Yeah, turn of the I century. Think. So, and the fact that they're still relevant and they're still two yeah. of the best characters. Yeah. Uh, one fun fact my friend had um, wrote her own Miss Murder Mystery at her wedding and had a Poirot lookalike. Um, we had to kind of, we had like the scenario, we had to work out who we thought was the murderer out of like eight characters. Um, I think it was her dad. I think it was her dad <laughs> was the um, was the person who'd done the murder. It was brilliant. Uh, amazing. So the Faro lookalike came in. It was great. Ah, mm. All right, very good. Um, what's your favourite number? Thirteen. Good. Uh, where is Leith? In Scotland, it's um, just next to. It's at the bottom of Edinburgh. So it's uh, as you go, you kind of go down these stairs and then you at the river of sort of Leith and it's like a lovely um, sort of countryside walk and then you get kind of follow the walk along and it's like a little seaside town and the sunshine there apparently according to a song by the that is um, a beautiful song the Proclaimers yeah the Proclaimers who are a beautiful band anyway that, but, yeah. but that song is I think is some kind of football anthem yeah, I think so. I don't know which team, though. But that's really surprising because it's a ballad. Mm. You wouldn't expect a football anthem to be a ballad. And I think that uh, if if uh, if I'm if I've not gone completely mad, that uh, I've seen footage where the whole um, stadium sings "Sunshine on Leith." It's amazing, and I was like, "What? What's going on here?" I thought football ba- thought football anthems were, you know, quite boisterous and loud and fast, and they sang. Yeah, I'm sure it's a Scottish. Uh, I mean, you know, I know nothing about. Yeah, I football. don't know who it would be unless at Leith. Leith doesn't really have a. T- I mean, there's Hibs and Hearts in in Edinburgh. I don't know, actually. Um, but, look, I mean, probably one of the most famous songs of football chance is You'll Never Walk Alone, which is very yeah. sad. Oh, yes. Also which a ballad. Is, yeah, which is Liverpool, because it's, a, you know, it's that whole singing together and, you know, an emotion. It's an emotional... Yeah, it is emotional. Yeah, I went, like, when last time I went to Anfield, I could feel, as they started, as everyone started singing... And all the lights went off. Um, <laughs> and someone started, yes, um, I could feel the hairs on the back of my neck literally standing up. And the last question for uh, 20 points. Um, when will the world end? Do you know what? I think it's going to be sooner than you think, but obviously not in our lifetime. So, I mean, being late 30s as we are, I think, um, I don't know, a couple of thousand years. I don't think it'd be silly amount of time. The, the, real, the actual question was, uh, if the world ended, at what time of day would it be? What? No, in our luck, it'd be like four in the morning. And you'd be like, oh, you know, it just it wouldn't be very convenient to Bloody have tea hell, time. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even had time to get a coffee. Exactly, yeah. You'd want it kind of like 11, 30, like, you'd want it like, or 
suppose you wouldn't have. It'd be nice to have a last day, a yeah. last day. So I guess it'd be yeah. preferable to have it in the evening. Yeah. One, th- one would think. Have a coffee. You're ready to go to bed. We have your three-course final meal. Have your Black Forest Gatto. Exactly. Uh, your pint of uh, Blue Nun. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> Drama. Drama. Karma. Karma. Promenade Muse, episode 87. Hey, will you look at that? I say, will you look at that? Washing powder up nine and a half pence. Bloody... Daylight robbery. Hmm. What did what did you say, Stanley Love? Oh, now, Beryl, love, now. Hey, Beryl, what are you cooking up there, then? Oh, it's a coat for new Albeth when she's a little older. Oh, there, she's not been born yet, and you're knitting her a coat for a new millennia, I ask you. Oh, what do you know, you big loaf, sitting there reading your paper and worrying about t- robbers are going to reach the second division? Hey, what's this I was only saying? That's your problem, Stanley, isn't it? You only say, 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 never get off your fat backside and actually do something for the little bairn. The little bairn's not even born yet and you're having a pop at me. Well, what have you done for little Beth so far, eh? It's me who's paying for the wool there. It's me breaking my back every day at Biscuit Factory. Those digestives don't chocolate themselves, you know. That coat's got my blood, sweat and tears in it. Oh, you've put me right off it now. No one wants your bloody sweaty tears in anything. Oh, look what you've made me do. I've put an armhole in the wrong place. Oh, look what you've done. What I've done? You, you stupid. Oh, look what's in took paper. What's the great oaf Callahan done now? Oh, spuds are up half a penny. Honestly, Stan, you're just like your parents. Lighten up half a second, can you? Oh, no, much more worry about light ale up a penny, I ask you. That's charming, that is. All I've done is sat here reading paper. Oh, I hate Sundays. You and your bloody paper. Sorry, pet. What's for tea, love? Well, now for you. You can go down the line and see if they'll feed you. I've got a whole new court to start. I can't... I'm going to start all over again now. Uh, I'm sorry, love. Do you want me to see if uh, I get you a pickled egg, dear? Oh, aye. Go on, then. <laughs> oh, a pickled egg. Oh, it's like being 16 again. Oh, Stan, you old charmer. Ta-ra, pet. Ta-ra, Stanley. And don't be late home. Well, you went quite Geordie. Was that a choice? Or no, was... no. Just I, would, I mean, I'm not an accent. I mean, I'm not an actor. I, I'm, I'm not an accent person. Well, I'm not very good at accents, but obviously I can do Northern because I'm Northern. Yeah. But um, I think if I practiced or yeah. I listen, you know what I'm good at is copying. So like when right. I if I copy someone, then I can. It's not that I'm good at. Were I you can copying do... Jimmy Nail at the start. Of... <laughs> <laughs> She's lying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that the first bit, the first bit, hey, will you look at that? I yeah. can hear it in my head. You went Geordie. That's yeah. more Geordie. Oh. I, th- I, I feel it's more Yorkshire, Manchester. It's like Yorkshire, Lancashire, isn't it? Love, pet. I like the play. I like the, the vignette, as it were. It's, yes. Um, it says a lot about um, Stan and Beryl. Yeah. It's lovely that he says he's sorry because he annoyed her. And then uh, he thinks he's got out, he gets to go to the pub, which he's actually happy about. And, and she's happy because he's out of She's happy because he's, he's sodding off. Yeah. And he, he thinks of her because they love each other. He'll yeah. get her a pickled egg because it's her favourite. It's her favourite. Better breast stinks after it, though. Pickled <laughs> egg's horrid, isn't it? Do you know, 
Oh. They're all right. It's oh. just not. You used to always see them in the chip shop, you know, oh. when you were queuing and they're in that, that those big white yeah. in the brine in the, or whatever, the, the vinegar. Uh, yeah, in the, in the pickled. Um, but I saw... All I would say is if you were asking like a Frenchie or an Italian and you were like, they'd just be disgusted, I think. Even, I think they'd just think, what is that? I saw, I saw an old James Stewart film the other day. And uh, it was called Anatomy of a Murder. Oh, it's good, that yeah, one. Yeah, really mm. good. And in it, uh, like a completely inconsequential uh, detail, which is nothing to do with anything, is where he's um, he goes to have lunch with his uh, lawyer friend. And the lunch is a pick, is a boiled egg. <laughs> and they pour salt on it. And in my head, I'm like, was that really a thing? Like, what should, what should we have for lunch, Leela? What should we have for lunch? Should we have a, should we have a boiled egg with salt on it? <laughs> no, I think no. I think my dad used to like take a boiled egg in a pack up. You know, if you were going, you used to go like, uh, call it train spotting, genuinely. And I think people used to have like a because right. so like it's war. Would it a sandwich and a boiled egg, right? Yeah, we you'd maybe have a bit of bread and butter and a boiled egg. I mean, we don't have sandwiches. We don't have lunch. They didn't have lunch, lunch like we have a lunch. You just no. have. That's why they're all a lot skinnier because. You didn't have all your processed foods. But also uh, in the film, they then, as a snack, he uh, he went into the dispenser and had a handful of peanuts. <laughs> and, I was, and again, so I don't know why I was, I was obsessed with the, the food. <laughs> because, had, because the film's obviously about a courtroom drama. But uh, there was me thinking all the time about the egg <laughs> for lunch. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't focused. Well, I think because you do like your lunches. And you do put a lot of effort into thinking about what you're having and then enjoying it while you're having it and then wishing you had more after it. That's your kind of modus yeah. operandi. Um, and I think for you, you're just like, if I if that was my lunch, I'd just be oh, steaming. Oh, my God, if that was my lunch, I'd be, I'd be livid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you're right. I think, is it a sign of, because oh, as we said, we're in our late 30s. Mm-hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, is it? A thing that now we, I only speak for myself. I'm middle aged. I'm thinking more all the time about lunch and dinner. <laughs> is that a thing, or you think, or is it just me? No, it's not just you. Funnily enough, every time I ring my mum, who is in her, let's be kind, sixties, uh-huh. um, she's always having a lunch or a tea, or about to go and make a lunch, or about to 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 make a tea. Every time I ring her, almost no matter what time of day it is, um, and she's she's got it all planned out. Yeah, she had a three course lunch the other day. I was yeah. like, <laughs> fantastic. I was like, she had soup. Then oh. she was having, um, I can't remember, like it's a bit hot as well. Then she was having um, Christmas pudding. I said, I said, like, that's a lot. Well, maybe we'll have the Christmas pudding. Well, it sounds a bit like a, our our mutual friend who we won't name, but for for code purposes, let's call him Bob. Uh, <laughs> who, who, when we asked him what he was having for lunch, told us that he was having a at home. He was a very formal meal with his wife and his mother-in-law, and it sounded like a full-on three-course uh, lunch there, right? Yeah, properly. Like, what did he have? Well, it was posh beans, wasn't it? And we no, were... the day. No, oh. that was the second day. Oh, what was it now? The first day was. Was it fish or something? Salmon. 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 And he sent us a picture of it, which I thought at first. Oh, I thought it was off the internet. I thought it was a stock image off the internet. No, that was a real photo from the lunch. But describe the photo for but... uh, for the readers at home. Yeah, it was like a lovely sort of salmon fillet, and it had a like a nice sort of a 
the Herbie crust. Yeah, like a professional. Yeah, and it was on top of um, like was it rice or something or like a. Whereas of, like, yeah. Me, I'd open a can of tuna and had a, stuck a fork in it. <laughs> I mean, that's a posh lunch for me. But then he did have, you know, it was family, yeah. family lunch while you're trying to work. I don't know if though. I think it's this is another thing of working from home is where if you're with family members who have never been involved in the concept of, family, yes. of working from home, you get a lot of. Well, it's your lunch break, and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah but I've got a meeting now. But yeah. well, you can't be having your meeting between. You've got to have lunch. You've got to have lunch, and you're like, oh yeah, we'll have lunch. Um, yeah. But then it's like you've got to make lunch, have lunch, and then from like three o'clock onwards, it's have you not finished yet? When was the <laughs> when was the last time you had a three course lunch? Uh, at home. <laughs> Yesterday. At home. <laughs> it's the only time at home I ever have a three course lunch. Oh, but do you do then? Yeah, my mum will make a three-course lunch like it'll be a, a bowl of soup, then the main course, you know. I mean, we're not talking silly massive portions, but still. Then a pudding. A but pudding. sometimes the pudding can be just like a bit of ice cream or okay. a bit of fruit. Wow. But yeah, I think she always used to. She still does it. But sometimes I'm kind of like, are you still having three-course lunches? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, she only has a little tea. Yeah. Tea cakes or something. <laughs> Hunger by Phoebe Rince I'm peckish. The fridge offers no solace. I visit anyway, and inside, there's the fridge guru. Come in, come in, he says chirpily, usheringly. Inside is every food imaginable. I never knew. Every food store and every food shop. Sushi, but stores I'd never even heard of, like Burger Delica, Gababski, Bacon Sarnies are us. I want to try them all. Fridges ushers me into a room clearly made of gingerbread. I know his game. Sorry, mate. I'll wait until dinner, I said. I'm still peckish. What did you think? It's deep. <clears throat> yeah. It was deep. I, I, I love the reimagining of Grimm's fairy tales into a lunch. We're back on lunch again. <laughs> so I, I managed to find a bald egg in there. I've noticed this. We talked a lot about food. Uh... <laughs> Out of Burger Delica, Kebabski, and Bacon Sarnies are us. What's your, what's, what's your fancy? Burger, Burger Delica could be like a... Yeah, it's how Spanish. Yeah. Um, if I was opening somewhere, maybe Burger Delica is, is possibly the best name. Yeah. But I do like the simplicity of Bacon Sarnies are us. Yeah, because you know what you're, you know what you're you getting. You know what you're getting, and the, the few things be a really a bacon, bacon Sarnie. Sarnie. Yeah. You, know. you could get. I wake up in the morning. There's bacon sarnies. You know where you are. Don't you just have that. You, there's no. There's certainly no boiled egg with salt. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, as we know, the king of uh, of fierce uh, the resistance of of uh, dining is the boiled egg with salt. I mean, definition of fast food. I mean five six minutes for a, i mean it's not even that quick is it it takes a while to i read to how about this right let me throw this at you i read the other day that it takes so when you boil an egg right mm. you put the egg in a in a pan you boil it right that hasn't changed in let's say 50 years but i read the other day that it takes longer to boil an egg 
today than it did to boil an egg in the 1970s? Question. <laughs> Science is not my strong point. So I'm just wondering, is there something in the eggs or is it just the water or mm. or the type of appliance you have? Pan. But what could have changed if, if all the components are the same? Science. Let's write, write this question down. And then we'll try and come up with an we'll answer. We'll answer it in the next episode. Wow. Who could we ask? Well, let's Google it because you must have... <laughs> <laughs> But otherwise, I don't know. Is there an egg, egg? I've written down egg, egg specialist. I've written down egg Google. An egg guru. Uh, yeah, a, yeah. An egg, a guru. An egg guru. An egg guru. An egg guru. Yes, Edgar Roo. I went to school Edgar with him. Roo. Yeah, I think he's written this poem. Yeah, I'm going to answer it. All right, it's time for a new poem. <laughs> uh, um, Lena, I think you, you think you've got a poem for us today. Yeah. Well, it's another Phoebe Rince, and it's, ah, it's very... Phoebe Rince original. Yeah, I mean, prolific isn't the word, is it? Uh, this one's called Dog. <laughs> What's it about? <laughs> a bald egg lunch that was uh, a bit unsatisfying. <laughs> um, so here we are, Dog. She lifted her eyes, scanned the room as much as she could muster. Nothing doing. Then wait. Yes, movement. Everything's suddenly a bluster. The mistress is awake. The tails are in full wag. Today's the mega walk. She can sense it, the mega walk. Out in the woods, there's a faint sense of mystery. 31 dogs have been here in the last 27 time gaps. One of them's a big one. And a few miniatures. Possibly one of the doggies was from abroad. That may explain the mysticism. The rain came. Not gradually, straight sheets of water fell out of the sky. Mm. This could put a spanner into the Meganus. Yeah, we're in the boot going home. No worries, I've got my favourite cushion. Gonna practice regal poses on it. If I was gonna talk about my dog. Yes. Other than the fact that the dog finds me very boring sometimes and literally is like, um, that's, that's, that's actually quite yeah he's that's what i think that's what he said especially the number of dogs yeah because i i'm sure that they do their investigations yeah. and they're smelling oh dogs have been here this kind of dog that kind of dog but i, I see the dogs and they're always doing this sort of regal pose like the necks out like a i don't know how to describe it like a special pose for special occasions yeah yeah my dog definitely has a few. It does a prance. Mm. There's a rather nice prance when he's got something of high value in, in his mouth. Uh. And he'll pop strut about like he's, he's look at me. Cock, cock of the wall. Ha, ha, look at, look yeah. at me, what I've got. <laughs> he genuinely, he's quite, he's quite funny. Uh. Um, but he doesn't like us laughing at him. No. Dogs have no sense of humour. They know, don't they? Yeah, they, 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 don't, they don't make jokes and no. they don't find our jokes funny my, my dogs do this where um, I'll hug one dog and the other dog would be like oh it's hugging time is it so they'll just the other dog will come straight in and I'd be like no I was hugging dog one I, I didn't want to hug from dog two but they're like no 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 it's hugging time so you have to hug oh yeah hugging time yeah. see our dog doesn't he's not the biggest hugger he's been trained he's been trained to hug uh-huh. Or to 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 take an embrace, as it were, because oh, yeah. he's not a natural hugger, affectionate, yeah. 
dog. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit weird. A bit above it sometimes. That's why we get a lot of side eye and... Uh, and he might a do the, a regal pose. He does lots of regal poses. Mm. And sometimes he sits with his little front legs oh, crossed. It's quite cute. Are. Yeah. Sometimes uh, one of my dogs will put their paw out and I'll stroke it as if like uh, like we're shaking hands. And they're like, no, no. They, the, the paw comes away. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't, they don't want oh, that. Oh, my dog like, likes to sit and hold hands. Oh, no. Like, is he, sometimes he puts his paw towards you. Mm. And I think he quite likes it because then he knows that you're not going to move. Yeah. Because because then he can sleep a bit better because oh, yeah, yeah. he knows you're not moving somewhere. Yeah. Oh, they love that. Yeah. And then do you think do you feel obliged not to move? Yes, exactly. Mm. Sat there for about an hour. <laughs> Dog's ridiculous. I don't know why, I don't know why we bother. Oh, that's all curled. Well, what's last? Phoebe Rince. Uh, Another one. Yeah, she's written quite. Uh, this oh. one's a bit longer than her normal uh, thing. It's called the beach. Um, I feel Take like, me to the uh, beach. Yeah, this one she's gone a bit deeper. The beach, by Phoebe Rince. Ponies everywhere. Hello, ponies. The sky is a shade of pink. The sky thunders. I knew it. People run for cover. The ponies run for cover. At the end of a pier, a clown cries. He's out there all day and night, clowning. His name is Pete. He plays the penny shove. Penny shove Pete is crying. It's his job. Poor Pete. He owns the ponies. Or do the ponies own Pete? It's September and it's time to close up the pier. The Helter Skelter will need a lick of paint for another year. The ponies settle in the stables. The chairs get into deep bants with the tables. Will people even play the penny shove next year? With a cashless society, probably not, Pete feared. It's like a metaphor for COVID, isn't it? Hmm. Quite deep, isn't it? It's, hmm. a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hark back to nostalgia of times gone by with a nod to realise that, you know, and clans are always creepy. And Usually donkeys walk at the seaside. Oh my god! So why yeah. are there ponies? Well, you can have ponies because yeah. they can be little Shetlands or something, often for kids. But she's weird because that you use Shetlands because they're little, ah. but they're vicious oh. and stubborn. Ah. My brother got kicked by two Shetlands. No. Yeah, they're quite. Um, by two. Well, two different. Did they gang up on him? Raggedy. Oh, I see. Raggedy was called one of them. He was notoriously a bit mean. But Raggedy doesn't sound the friendliest. Well, he looked very uh... cute. <laughs> he was a popular horse, as in, unless you knew him. But yeah. he was a bit, he yeah. was a bit stubborn. Right. But yeah, they're kind of quite like feisty, feisty horses. Yeah. So there's the ponies, and then there's the end of the pier mm. where there's clowns. Pete is the clown. He's the clown. Does he also? And well, he, he owns the ponies. Or oh, they own him. Or they Who owns own the Helter Skelter? Um, what Helter Skelter? Oh God, have I just imagined that like a Beatles S LSD trip? I think you did. No, what was it? The Helter Skelter will need a lick of there paint. There we go. Was... <laughs> you forgot that you wrote, you read it, and you <laughs> you forgot the Helter Skelter. So they're, they're, thought... shut, they're shutting up the pier because it's the end of the season. Oh, thanks the, for gaslighting the, me all... about the Helter Skelter. I didn't remember it. There's thunder. Yeah. I was getting in the vibe. I was, yeah. I was imagining the thunder and everyone's running for cover. Mm. Pete's thinking about shutting it all down. Yeah. And then he's packing it all reopening. up. It's not reopening. It's not reopening. Exactly. Is that what it's about? I think it's that sadness of 
and I think maybe the ponies could be a metaphor for something. Oh, <laughs> 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 why the long face, like a clown, oh. a horse's face? I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pony—it's a bit outdated, isn't it? It's a bit old-fashioned. The peer, the clowns. The penny shove is old-fashioned. Sh- so old-fashioned. he's saying that's finished. Maybe that's finished now because no one's going to play it anymore. Cashless society. Yeah. Why do people is... play it? Like it's a TV show now, isn't it? Yeah, the, um, that's right. With uh, Ben Shepherd. Yeah, it's Tipping Point. <laughs> tipping Point, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. Of course. But why do they play it? Because it used to be like, I remember like I played it. We used it, to get a load of bloody 10Ps. two peas to put in something yeah. else. But now two peas isn't worth anything. Well, 10 peas. 10 peas was a bit more of a gamble. I mean, yeah. it was big stakes. Because <gasps> often you'd have a pound for the whole day. <laughs> so if you yeah. put a couple of 10 peas in and it didn't pay out, you were like, <clears throat> so that's, you know, that's not a good day. No. Um, we were playing that basketball game, which, strangely enough, I was terrible at um, the other day. And this oh, kind of tapping. It's been about an hour in an arcade. It's been ages. We won something. We won like a Furby or something. <laughs> Very strange item. Um Although technically we didn't have enough of the tickets, but the guy felt a bit sorry for us because yeah, we wa- we wanted that. Hey you! Who me? Yeah you! Do you drink a lot of water? Uh no. Should I? Oh yeah. Water's great. You're practically made of water. Okay. But did you know that if you drink too much water, you would explode? What you need is water gaspucha. Yes. That's right, kid. Water gaspucha. It tells you when you've had too much water. When you've had too much water, you hear this sound. And then you know to stop drinking water. What's that sound again? Wowzers, I'm getting me some water gaspucha today. Water gaspucha is not a recognised water quantity measurement and takes no responsibility for your health or well-being. It is not connected to any official health governing board. If in doubt, see your doctor or specialist immediately and do not contact water gaspucha at all. Check the terms and conditions, cannot be used in conjunction with any other water dispensing device. Do not use whilst operating heavy machinery, underwater, whilst drinking water or whilst watching Waterworld. Lena, who's that over there? Hey up, it's AI. So Lena, there's obviously everything is AI now. AI, 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 AI. We've always said I in Scotland. I, AI, AI. <laughs> I never said AI, AI, AI. I can't even say it now. A E I E O. Exactly. What is that? A-A-I-O... What? No, E-I-A-D-O. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's that from? E-I-O... Oh, McDonald's Farm. No? Yeah. Oh, McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. <laughs> and on that farm, he had some... Ducks. With a quack, quack. Here. And a quack, quack. There. I mean, it's a classic. It's a classic, isn't it? It's a classic. It's a really good one, isn't it? Yeah. We should have written it. So, A-I... Artificial yeah. intelligence. Basically, it can do anything now, right? You, it writes essays for kids, for students. It writes film scripts. It conjures up uh, images. Like, if we typed in Lena and Lars, it would conjure up a photo collage of us. Maybe you that's what... so. Oh, no, it yeah. does it. It does yeah, it, does it, does it. Of course, yeah. And now, so I went to an AI story generator... And instead of even inputting any details, I just put random, random, random. And it's produced this one page story, short story called Grey Berlin. Grey Berlin. It's evocative, isn't it? Exactly. It's really Berlin, quite, quite sort of a sort of a sultry, sexy kind of city. Grey. 
you know, it's this, that colour, is, is it is it kind of autumnal winter, is it is it just despondent? Who knows what, what, what could be part of this story? Exactly. I can't wait. I'm Why like, Berlin? I like, I like the title. Why is it grey? Yeah. Why is it grey Berlin? Is it referring to Berlin even? Or is Berlin the name? Exactly. Like Irving Berlin? Ah, exactly. Composer or something? So this... Let's just look at the first couple of uh, paragraphs and see what the AI generator uh, generated, okay? Grey Berlin. Pete Sparkle was thinking about William Rokotansky again. William was a vile animal with curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts. <laughs> so good, he got them twice. Yeah. So he's got curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts. I'd like to start with the fact that I actually would like to change my name to Pete Sparkle. Right. Sparkle, what a great sir. Imagine if that was your surname. Brilliant. Oh my god. I know, a- absolutely brilliant. How are you, Mrs. Sparkle? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah, I'm really good. Yeah, how's the kids? How's the yeah, sparkles? Imagine if the sparkles came round to dinner. That would be They so would light nice. up the room. They would, wouldn't they? <sighs> oh. Now let's break this down here. Pete so, Sparkle Pete was Sparkle. thinking about William Rokotansky. William was a vile animal with curvaceous warts. Now let's pause it there. What's curvaceous warts? <laughs> or was warts that are curved? Plumpy, plumpy, I was just thinking, you know, like big old, big warts, like like proper, they stand oh. out. Oh. But also animal, I mean, is he literally referring to... William, William was a vile, animal? he was a vile or animal. Or is he just kind of like, you know, when people are animals, you know, oh, they're animals, like a pig. You exactly. Know, like a, he was a vi- I, that's the way I read it. He he was an uh, just a uh, not a nice not uh, a nice person rather than he was a vile an animal, animal with curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts. Why has it gone twice? Maybe because he's had so many. Did he have like curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts? Is it like saying it was raining and raining? No, no one says that, do they? He might he might say in conversation. It's an odd repetition. Obviously, but this is AI. Yeah. And maybe they're trying to tell us, maybe they're, they're trying to teach us uh, something Some that we need. tricks. Mm. Okay. All right. That's Pete powerful. walked over to the window and reflected on his grand surroundings. We infer here, Berlin, right? We're Grey Berlin. He had always loved Grey Berlin and its watery, wet waters. Now, if you were going to describe a water stream, would you describe it as watery, wet stream? It's got a lot to learn. I mean, flowing or cascading or some other kind of watery, wet. Shimmering. Shimmering. Yeah, no, but he's gone here with... He always loved Grey Berlin with its watery, wet waters. No, it, could, it could work. It's got nice alliteration. I mean. It was a place that encouraged his tendency to feel confident. Mm. So Pete's feeling confident. But also encourage that tendency because it's, it's funny, isn't it? Automatically, maybe it's a British way of thinking about it, but a tendency to feel confident isn't a good thing. Ah. In my head, I'm like, oh, no, this is, this is, is uh, like, I don't know, in my head, I'm overcut, like, Overconfident. Got it. Do you know what I mean? That's what how I. Well, he's in. He's it. he always loved Grey Berlin, and it's watery, wet, wet, wet. wet so, so it's his, he's in his element, right. <laughs> or his oh. element because of the wet. Very good. Yeah. Very clever, clever, very clever. Oof. Then he saw something in the distance, or rather, someone. 
Okay. Nice, that's nice, that's nice. It was the vile figure of William Rokotansky. What? Du, du, du. Well, it was interesting. Maybe he conjured him up because he was thinking about him. Again. Pete gulped. <laughs> All right, he here we go. He gulped. Bet he did. Maybe he used some of that watery, wet uh, water. He swallowed it down. He glanced at his own reflection. He was sympathetic, spiteful, tea drinker, with red warts and scrawny warts. <laughs> so the, the, the I.O.'s got a thing about warts here. Read the description of the second lot of warts again. The third, the second. He was sympathetic, spiteful. Now, let's be a grammar mm. warden here and say there's missing a and a tea drinker. And so the they've missed out a bit there. So a bit of he was sympathetic, spiteful, tea drinker with red warts and scrawny warts. I'm trying to wonder what they think warts are. Ah. Red and scrawny. It sounds like, I mean... Oh, it makes me itchy just thinking about it. I don't like it. I don't like any of this warts business. I don't like it. Um, also, can you be sympathetic and spiteful at the same time? It's um, an odd combination he was sympathetic. Of yes, that's right. They're opposites. Mm. Sympathetic and spiteful. No. Don't go together, does no, it? No, yeah. Um, okay. But then we go on. His friends saw him as an obedient, ordinary ogre. Oh, ogres have warts, don't they? Are yes. they both what ogres? Uh, oh, right. Is it like Shrek, but it's in more kind of... And we're going back to the beginning. William was a vile animal. Yeah. So maybe they're animals. They're actual ogres. Ogres, I think they are. Because oh ogres God. have warts, don't they? That's the point. Once... He had even revived. Oh, oh. <laughs> Once he had even revived a dying old lady. Was he scared? to sort of... So there okay. is. There, look, if we looked on the on the nice side, he's sympathetic. Yeah. And obedient, obedient. And he's an ordinary ogre. Yeah. And if we looked on the bad side, he's spiteful, with warts. But he once revived a dying old lady. So, so in spite, do you think it's in spite of, rather than spiteful? Are oh they thinking? So, in spite of the fact he's an ogre, he's still quite nice and well, drinks tea. Well, he was sympathetic, in spite of him being a tea drinker. Yeah, could, could it be? be? Yeah. So, tea drinker could be bad. With red, but don't forget. Tea drinker sounds like a sort of phrase for something else, uh, doesn't it? Like, or like a, bit the, a bit of a tea drinker. I, yeah, know, in the ogre, in, in the, the ogre, ogre world, world. Yeah. If you're a tea drinker, that might mean that you're like a like a human. Yeah. A bit of a tea drinker. A bit of a tea drinker. You're not mm. as sort of strong as the other. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Not a mead not or a, something. Mead not a mead or, like yeah. a, like us ogres drink. Yeah, like flaming something. Ah, yeah. I like it. Toddies. But not even a sympathetic person who had once revived a dying old lady, let's not forget, mm -hmm. was prepared for what William had in store today. Well, you're probably thinking you've got some good karma there, haven't you? You revived the dying old lady. Once. Once. Maybe... Okay. A long time ago. Keep going. Um, Keep going. The snow flurried like loving mice. <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm no Shakespeare. <laughs> Is mice a, a the euphemism snow for something? flurried like loving, loving mice. Well, they wriggle. They they make. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, if I'm, you I'm, imagine I'm, loads of mice and they're loving, they're all hugging, and yeah. they are they're sort of scurrying like a snow might flurry. 
I think that's all right. I think that's a very descriptive insight. I think it's terrible, but anyway, carry on. The snow flurried like loving mice, making Pete sleepy. Pete grabbed an enchanted map Ooh. that had been strewn nearby. And strewn he... or strewn? Sorry, strewn. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let me start again. The snow <laughs> flurried like loving mice, making Pete sleepy. Pete grabbed an enchanted map that had been strewn nearby. <laughs> I feel like I'm strewn. strewn. I feel like I'm putting on a Scottish. You think there'd be more than one map, but anyway, um, that's fine. I'm getting so confused been, myself. So yeah. he grabbed an enchanted map that right. was nearby that had yeah, been, discarded been discarded nearby. Yeah, I didn't mean discarded. Strewn. Yeah. Strewn. It's a nice word. Strewn. Like but strewn would mean <laughs> Scottish. Well, strewn would. I, I would think like we would if I had these papers. Yeah, and you strew, strew and I them. Threw, I, they were strewn of strewn across the room. Yeah, Lena, don't strewn <laughs> those papers. Is that a real word? I need to go and check that later. Anyway, okay, carry on. All right, sorry. Where are we? bloody hell are we? Uh, like loving mice uh, made Pete sleepy. Pete grabbed an enchanted map that had been strewn nearby. He mass here we go. He massaged it with his fingers. Yeah, that could be like if you're fumbling and investigating oh this enchanted map I'm going to investigate it with oh. my fingers <laughs> again is that a euphemism or something he's an ogre he's an ogre okay uh, he's uh, an ogre um, we think he massaged it with his fingers as Pete stepped outside and William came closer he could see the dark glint in his eye oh no he's a bad one he? William gazed with the affection of 3001 special loose lizards this is let's move on he said it let's move on he said in hushed tones i love you and i want a kiss wow okay didn't realize this is nice this is quite taking a turn isn't it it's taking a nice turn yeah pete looked back even more sleepy and still fingering the enchanted map (laughs) i told you it was a euphemism for something (laughs) now let's move let's move on William, I've got a new job, he replied. <laughs> Bet he has. Yeah. They looked at each other with angry feelings. Hmm. Like two drab dead dogs loving at a very snooty engagement party which had R&B music playing in the background and two selfish uncles partying to the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Pete studied William's curvaceous warts and... Uh curvaceous warts <laughs> this might be a problem with the generator where maybe I had to put in um, I had to select two things but yeah. because I put random random oh it's just on the pick the yeah, same yeah so it's thing. gone uh, it's yeah. gone uh, Pete stud- this is the only problem though with this entire story <laughs> <laughs> it's not the only problem yeah, it's, it's a problem Pete studied William's curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts eventually he took a deep breath I'm sorry began Pete in apologetic tones but I don't feel the same way, and I never will. I just don't love you, William. Oh, no. Yeah, now now we're beginning to get there. Now we're getting the story. Pete could actually hear William's emotions shatter into 7,305 pieces. That's a lot, isn't it? He's gutted, isn't he? Then the vile animal hurried away into the distance. Not even a cup of tea would calm Pete's nerves tonight. The end. Oh, gosh. So he thinks William's going to come and murder him in his sleep. 
Not even a cup of tea would calm Pete's nerves tonight. So he's been he's been rocked. He's been rocked. I don't want more than a cup of tea. It's stiff a stiff drink. Because he ain't gonna be happy, is he, old William? He was cross anyway, then he's got dumped. So what's what's so if you right, if you get, could give a summary of the story what would it be? It's, it's a love story. It's a it's a love story between two ogres. Uh-huh. But I think I think we're missing a big subplot. There's lots of metaphors for sad there's there's a deep sadness there. And I don't know whether the two selfish uncles are selfish because they're enjoying themselves and their love oh, is love there because it. it's not saying I love it. the uncles are one of their uncles and that's 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 who they think they should be. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean, it's a bit melancholy, isn't it? And Grey Berlin, look at the water. I, I think next time <laughs> we will... Um, I'll, I won't use the randomizer so much. Yeah, and I'll put in names couple. like Lena and Lars. Lars and see what they and, come up with. Yes. And hopefully... Well, I'm hoping for sort of, sort of a love story as passionate as well, this. I mean... I hope it I just, doesn't... I hope I don't get warts. I was, I, I, I was, I was going to say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how they're going to describe this. I hope it wasn't Lena and Lars had curvaceous warts and curvaceous warts. That would be a shame. Oh, I don't like it. All right, well, that's going to... I'm quite looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing the next story. Um, I enjoyed it, though, strangely enough. It was interesting. The good thing is, as sort of writer myself, is that at least the AI isn't perfect yet and, never, <laughs> and maybe never will be because it's still us. just hope for us yet there's hope for I like the, the title Grey Berlin I feel Grey I feel like really you would nice. see that on a book yeah. a big meaty yeah. 400 page book Grey Berlin. Berlin I could see the cover and everything sounds like a name as well like a band name mm. Grey Berlin mm. who are you going to see tonight Grey Berlin yeah I heard they're brilliant yeah really good I love that yeah. song they do Curvaceous Warts Curvaceous Warts yeah the and, mi- then, the, and then I've sometimes the... they do it twice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good encore I've got the remix <laughs> got the remix that's what the uncles were dancing to in the they corner were, the R&B version well that's uh, AI that's AI 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 up Chuck <laughs> Salmon, salmon. Big, thick prawns. Salmon, salmon. Big, thick prawns. Salmon, 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 salmon. When was the last time you had a three course lunch? Big thick prawns. Blue nod. German hock. Salmon, salmon. German hock. German hock. Love a prawn cocktail. Big thick prawns. Mushroom. Black Forest Gatto. Mushroom. German Hawk. Gatto. 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 Salmon. Salmon. German Hawk. 
day we had a three course lunch. Big thick prawns. Love a prawn cocktail. Blue knob. Salmon. Salmon, salmon, German hock, mushroom, mushroom, big, big prawns, black boys ghetto. When was the last time we had a three course lunch? When I listen to podcasts admittedly i sometimes not i'm not even listening it's there in the background and i'm gently rolling off to sleep and that's a lovely feeling and like sometimes everyone says to me oh but don't you go back and listen to the podcast i'm like no no it, it did its job and like sometimes it's so podcasts to me are just it's not the content it's the the and this might sound really sad but this is like the being with friends moments do you, do you know what i mean yeah i know exactly what you mean i think it depends on what type of podcast you listen to as well like if you know you listen to some sort of hard-hitting investigative no. report you need to be listening yes if you're listening to all to the details all the details but if you're listening to um one about 90s football which i listen to sometimes or um just like you know agony ants or something or somebody giving advice or an interview with somebody yeah, often you drift out, especially if you're listening to it while you're walking, um, yes, walking to work or something, because then your mind sort of it wanders. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. And I, 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 I the reason why I re- was reminded of that is that when we were reading our story by our fellow writer AI, mm. uh, Gray Berlin, um, sometimes I was thinking, I don't, maybe this is the kind of thing I'd fall asleep to. Yeah, and and I mean that. Yeah, in the nicest possible way. In the nicest way. way. Nicest possible yeah. way. All the eggs are strewn. Strewn. All over strewn. this. Strewn. Yes. Yeah, Do you know str- what, what the problem is with eggs? Is they just bring me out in curvaceous waters. They're an absolute, <laughs> absolute nightmare. Um, not even a lovely day in Grey Berlin can make me feel any happier. I don't like curvaceous. I don't like selfish uncles. I don't like uh, pickled eggs. <laughs> I don't know why that's even a thing. Very egg based. <laughs> conversation I well, don't know what why. is egg is a symbol of birth yeah fertility yeah so it's the birth of the podcast oh my Maybe oh that's why my eggs God. that's why we've got eggs on the brain are you tired lena i'm a little bit tired yeah let's get out it's exhausting hey! <laughs> excellent work it's an egg wrap <laughs> an egg roll we're on an egg roll <laughs> exactly good night lena good night Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to give us some feedback, find us on Twitter at Rhubarbism, on Facebook or Insta at Rhubarbism Pod, or email rhubarbism at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.